הרב בנימין צבורי, הנרות הללו קודש הם. When we light Hanukkah candles, we recite הנרות הללו, and we say the נרות, the candles of Hanukkah, are קודש. They have innate holiness, and therefore אין לנו רשות להשתמש בהם, we have no right to have any benefit from the candles, which is the source for the custom that when we light candles, we add an extra shamash, an extra candle that's not really part of the menorah, but is there in order to assume that, we, that the benefit that we do use from the candles, that we do get from the candles, is actually the benefit from the extra candle and not from the candles themselves. However, we really should try to analyze Is there a Kedushah in the Nerot? The Gemara, in one point, almost scoffs at such a suggestion. The Gemara mentions, in Shabbat, in the famous Sugiah of Ne'er Hanukkah, the Gemara asks, first the Gemara actually says that you cannot count your money, you should not use the candles for the mundane purpose of counting your money. The Gemara there does not mention that you can't use the candles at all. It just mentions that you cannot use the candles for counting the money. So the Gemara asks, almost in a scoffing way, Is there any Kedusha, is there any inherent holiness in the candles themselves? The Gemara answers, That's true. There is no real Kedusha in the Nerot. However, we have a, an attitude toward treat, to treat mitzvahs properly. The Gemara gives an example. There's a mitzvah called Kisri Hadam. Kisri Hadam means that after the Shechita of certain animals, we have to cover the blood. Covering the blood is a very mundane act that one can do in many ways. You just have to put some dirt, some earth on the blood. Theoretically, we can kick the dirt on the blood and have the blood covered. Kisri Adam can be accomplished in any way. The Gemara says, but it's not proper because one person should not treat a mitzvah in a disdainful manner, in a manner that does not reflect the proper respect for the mitzvah. So the Gemara says the same thing applies to Nechanukah. It really apparently has no Kedusha, But we shouldn't count our money. Such a mundane act as counting money should not be done by, chemical, by Hanukkah candles in order to give it a certain aura, a certain feeling, but not necessarily that of Kedusha. Of course, this Gemara contradicts what we just said in, in the Piyut, in that poem, in that liturgy that we say when we light the candles, Hanerah Salalu Kodeshem. We say the Nerots do have Kedusha, somehow an innate Kedusha, which is a diametrically opposed to what the Gemara said here, that is there any Kedusha to the candles? There's another Gemara in Shabbat where it says that Ner Hanukkah a candle, you cannot get any benefit from the candles. Now, this Gemara, theoretically, could have been referring to the same concept we learned before, that you shouldn't count your money. However, this Gemara is much more encompassing. The Gemara says, which means not just 
you can't use it for any purpose, for one specific purpose. It means asur. There's a general isur lishtamesh ora. Apparently, any isur, any use of this life would be totally forbidden. So it could be there's a contradiction in the Gemara, or rather, a machlok in the Gemara. The one opinion is that really Ne'er Hanukkah does not have Kedusha. And therefore, the only reason we should be careful with Ne'erot Hanukkah is mitzvot in order to see that, they can, that we do not treat mitzvot in an improper fashion. However, there's another Gemara. The Gemara says that apparently that Gemara thinks that all use of the Hanukkah candles is forbidden, which implies that there's inherent Kedusha in the candles, and apparently we pass in according to that Gemara, Hanirot Halaluk which is the source of the Piyut. This idea is found clearly in the Baal HaMa'or on Masechet Shabbat. The Baal HaMa'or says, According to the person who thinks that you're not allowed to get any benefit from the candles, Kol Tashmish B'mashma. Any use of the candles whatsoever is forbidden. Even if he would use it for a purpose of a mitzvah. Even if he would use it for a holy purpose. Because this opinion maintains, I'm going to skip one line, I'll get back to it. That kol asurotein bahana'a kol ikar. Afilu likra likro b'sefer. Any use is forbidden even to learn Torah or to have light for a, the meal of Shabbat or any meal that's based upon a mitzvah, sudat mitzvah. But what's the reason? Why is there this machlokas negemara? One opinion really holds that there has no kedusha, but we cannot treat the mitzvahs in an improper fashion. The other opinion of the gemara is that Nair has Kedusha, and what is this predicated? Why would there be Kedusha in there? So the Baramar explains, because, The candles are a memory, a reminder to us, of the candles of the Beit HaMikdash. Apparently, the Machloket, between these two Gemaras is explained by the Baal Hamar, to say that the whole nature of lighting candles is the source of this controversy. One opinion holds that Rabbanon made up a new law. Rabbanon have the right to make up a new mitzvah to Rabbanon. And they made up a new mitzvah to Rabbanon. Namely, lighting Hanukkah candles on Hanukkah is a new mitzvah that was completely made up by Chazal and has nothing to do with any prior source. However, the opinion that thinks that Nair does have Kedusha, the opinion that holds that we cannot use Hanukkah candles for any purpose, that opinion apparently holds that the Takana, or the Mitzvah, of lighting Hanukkah candles is not a new Mitzvah the Rabbanan, but it's an extension of a certain Mitzvah of the Torah. The Torah told us that we should light a menorah of the Beit HaMikdash. On Hanukkah, we remember the miracle of Hanukkah, 
the miracle of the lighting the candles, lighting the menorah in the Beit HaMikdash, by, by relighting the candles of the Mikdash, as it were, in our own homes. One opinion, therefore, is Hanerot These Nerot do have Kedusha, because basically they are the Nerot of Mikdash, which we are lighting on Hanukkah. This idea can be found in the Ramban on Chumash and a few other sources which I will try to explain. The Ramban on Chumash, in the beginning of Parashat Be'alotcha, explains the relationship between the end of Parashat Naso and the beginning of Parashat Be'alotcha. Parashat Naso deals with the Korbanot brought by the Nasi'im of all the Shvatim. Every Shevet had its Nasi, its prince, its leader, bring a Korban at Chanukat HaMizbeach, the time of the, the, the dedication of the Mizbeach. The Medrash explains that the next Parsha, which begins with Biha'alotcha Tanerot, where Aaron HaKohen is given the commandment of putting up Nerot, putting up and lighting the Nerot, are related. And the Medrash explains that Aaron felt what we would call Chalishot Hadat. He felt a certain weakness, a certain depression, when he found that every Shevet was given the privilege of putting, giving a Karban in the Beit HaMikdash. Chanukat HaMizbeach, no small matter. Dedicating the Mikdash dedicating the Mizbeach in the Mikdash, was given to every Shevet who brought a carbon and took place, took part in Chanukat HaMizbeach. And Aaron felt, my share is not there. I was not given a share in Chanukat HaMizbeach. The Medrash goes on to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, comforted Aaron. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Aaron, don't be concerned. I will give you a mitzvah instead of the mitzvah of Chanukah Tamizbeach of bringing the korban I will give you a different mitzvah namely I will give you the mitzvah of setting of lighting the menorah and the Beis HaMikdash but the Medrash adds that the Ramban quotes Shel your share is actually greater than their share because their share is only when there is a Beit HaMikdash. When the Temple is in existence, the concept of Chanukat HaMizbeach is applicable. However, when there is no Beit HaMikdash, there is no, nothing but a memory of what the Nesim did. We have no Beit HaMikdash. Their work is actually not continued in the present time. However, Aaron you light the menorah, your menorah will be for all eternity. Where will the menorah be for all eternity? When you light the candles, when all people light the candles of Hanukkah. The Beit HaMikdash is not in existence. However, the menorah that we light as a memory of the Beit HaMikdash 
the memory that the Balhamor alluded to, that today we pass in Hanirot Halalu Kodeshain, that memory is done every year on Chanukah when we light the menorah in the Beit HaMikdash. Our home becomes the Beit HaMikdash. The Gemara has another discussion. What is the nature of the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles? The famous controversy in the Gemara, Hadlaka Osa Mitzvah or Hanacha Osa Mitzvah. Does the lighting of the candle itself fulfill the mitzvah? Or Hanacha Osa Mitzvah, where the menorah is placed and lit, continues to be lit, continues to light, that is the mitzvah. The Gemara doesn't mention this, but the Shulchan Aruch puts it together. This seems to be the same machlokas as kavta zakukla or kavta im zakukla. The idea being that if the menorah does go out, you light candles, and the candles, perchance, are extinguished. Did you fulfill the mitzvah or not? If you hold that hadlakaosa mitzvah, the lighting of the candle creates the mitzvah, so then even if the menorah goes out, even if the fire is extinguished, you do fulfill the mitzvah, and you do not have to relight the menorah at all. Hadlakaosa mitzvah, you fulfilled your mitzvah. Perhaps we would ask him, Hanachaosa mitzvah, having the candle lit, is itself the mitzvah. A candle must light a certain amount of time, and therefore the corollary that I mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch would exist. Therefore we would ask him, Kavta'in Zakukla, if the fire goes out, then you would ask him, Kavta'zakukla, you'd ask him, that you would have to relight the candles because the mitzvah is in having the candles lit. And if for any reason the candles aren't lit, then you did not fulfill the mitzvah, you have to relight them. So the Gemara has a machloket, if had la mitzvah or anachaosa mitzvah. Does the lighting of the candle create the mitzvah? Or does the having the candles lit for the minimum time require the fulfill the mitzvah? And if you don't do that, you have to relight the candles. Uh, even according to the person that says, so we should be careful, it's not just lighting a candle that will go out. It means to light a candle that should last the proper time. You should have a candle that will last the shiur, whatever the shiur may be, but you should have a candle that will last a certain amount of time. You can't light a match and say, well, it goes out, I fulfill the mitzvah. You have to light a candle which should theoretically last for the necessary time, but then, if for any reason it went out, you don't have to relight it. That seems to be the way the Shulchan Aruch explains the Machloket, Hadlakalosa Mitzvah. is connected inherently to the Mitzvah of Kaftaza Kukla, to the Halacha of Kaftaza Kukla, Kafta Enza Kukla. Now, if we would try to analyze this Machloket, Kaftaza Kukla, Kafta Enza Kukla, if the fire goes out, we have to relight it. And the Machloket, which is the actual fulfillment of the mitzvah, lighting the candle or having the candle lit. And we were asked by ourselves, to ourselves, the question would be posed to us, which one is the mitzvah, hadlaka or anacha? I would have assumed that it's inconceivable to imagine that hadlaka is a mitzvah. It's not possible that lighting the candle should fulfill the mitzvah because 
What is the essence of the mitzvah of Hanukkah, of Ne'er Hanukkah? The Gemara says there are a few mitzvahs whose purpose is Pirsume Nisa. There are three mitzvahs, the Rabbanon at least, whose purpose, Chazal introduced those mitzvahs, not just as an action, but as a way of publicizing the miracle, of Pirsume Nisa. Those three mitzvahs, of course, are reading the Megillah and Purim, Arba Kosot, drinking the Arba Kosot, the mitzvah, the Rabbanon, and Pesach. And the third is lighting the menorah on Hanukkah. Now, Pirsum Hanes, for Hanukkah, means we have to publicize the miracle. We want people to see the candles. We want people to be aware of the candles in order that they should remember the miracle of Hanukkah. If the menorah would go out after ten seconds, by mistake, by accident, but still no one would see it. The menorah went out. It's true I did a ma'asad laka. I did the technical act of lighting the, the menorah. But once it's gone out, the people don't see it. And that's the whole purpose of the mitzvah. The mitzvah is pristamay nisa. So how could anybody think the halacha is hadlaka mitzvah? How could anybody possibly think that the mitzvah is to light the candles? It's true that we have three examples of lighting candles in Halacha. We have one example of Hazakat Shabbat, Merot Shabbat. On Shabbat we have a mitzvah to light candles. There, it would seem to be that for a technical reason we would say Hazakat Mitzvah. The technical reason would be that on Shabbat, once I lit the candles according to the way many people think, maybe the Halacha is that way, but at least that's what many women think, many people think, when you light the candles, you accept Shabbos. So that is true when the candles go out. It's irrelevant whether you should relight them or not. You can't relight them because it's Shabbat. So in Shabbat, it would seem logical that we would say sort of because you can't light them. On the other hand, by Shabbat, the purpose also is not just to do the Masad Lakat. The purpose in Shabbat is not just to light the candles. The purpose in Shabbat is to have candles lit. The Gemara explains that it's because of Kavot Shabbat, Onik Shabbat, Shalom Bayit. It's either for the concept of Kavot Shabbat. Reb Chaim explained that Kavot Shabbat means preparing for Shabbat on Friday. Onik Shabbat would mean to have the benefit of the life on Shabbat. Shalom Bayit means to have a happier home, a more serene home because we have candles lit in the house. It's not dark. If you would hold the real reason is only because of Kavod Shabbat, if the reason to light Shabbos candles is only because of honor and respect to Shabbat, which I demonstrate by performing acts on Friday, then one could conceivably say that Hadlakah uh, mitzvah. Theoretically, Hadlakah would perform the, fulfill the mitzvah of lighting on Friday. I've shown my respect and my attitude toward preparing for Shabbat. And if it went out, I still did my responsibility. However, the other two reasons of the Gemara, which are, as I said, explained by Reb Chaim, that Onik Shabbat means to enjoy Shabbat, to have the benefit of Shabbat, that you sit, for example, at meals with candlelight, and have, therefore, a much more meaningful meal, a more exper- experiential meal of the Kedush of Shabbat, then you would certainly have to think that HaNachal mitzvah. If you hold the reasons because of Shalom Bayit, you want light in the house, you want a well-lit house because of harmony in the home, 
then it seems obvious that Hanachal is Samitzvah. You should have the candles in Shabbat. It would be very difficult to explain why Hadlakal is Samitzvah. If you'll look in the Shulchan Aruch, you'll see that the Shulchan Aruch raises the issue of Hilchot Shabbat. The Shulchan Aruch raises the issue that uh, the whole question is moot because you can't light the candles after Shabbat. However, they explain that somebody else could light the candles. Let's say a wife, a uh, woman, lights candles in her house, but her husband does not accept the Shabbat. He didn't go to Shul yet. He didn't have a Mitzchia. So, theoretically, if the lights did go out, he could relight them. So there on the Shulchan Aruch, there is a discussion how we really paskin. On Shabbat, and as I said before, it's very like, likely that we would paskin on because that's the purpose of having candles. In the Beis HaMikdash, we also have a, an interesting issue if had lakao samitzvah or anachao samitzvah. The Beit HaMikdash is the third time where we have a mitzvah of lighting candles. And that mitzvah is performed by the Kohanim, or the Ramam says, the Ramam thinks that the actual lighting can be done by a non-Kohen. But uh, the Machlokas Ramam and Raivet about that issue is not our topic now, and I won't go into it. Nevertheless, in the Beit HaMikdash, we would have to study carefully whether Hadlakao Samitzvah or Anachao Samitzvah. Rashi assumed that in the Beit HaMikdash we paskin Hadlakao Samitzvah. In the Beit HaMikdash I can somehow understand it. The question is not just should candle be lit. The question is to do a Masa Hadlakad. The Torah told us to light the menorah of the Beit HaMikdash. There I could understand. There's no concept of Pisaminisa, the concept of Shalom Bayit doesn't apply. Therefore, the mitzvah really could be light the menorah, and you fulfill the mitzvah once you light the menorah. But I don't understand how that could work by Ne'er Hanukkah. By Ne'er Hanukkah, the mitzvah is to light the candle and to have the candle lit in order to create Pisaminisa. How could anybody think that by Shabbat, I can understand Maybe Hadlaka, maybe Hanacha. I prefer Hadnachai by Shabbat because of Shalom Bayit and, and uh, because of Onik Shabbat. Beit Hamikdash, I could argue both ways. But Hanukkah, how could anybody think that Hadlaka is mitzvah? Rashi in Shabbat explained the opinion of the person who thinks Hadlaka is mitzvah kideashkecham b'mikdash, as we found the Beit Hamikdash. The person who thinks Hanacha is mitzvah. Uh, is completely understood. He thinks that since the mitzvah is Pirsumi Nisa, so I need the candles to be lit a certain amount of time in order to publicize this miracle. However, the person who holds Hadlakausa Mitzvah, he is definitely aware that the mitzvah is Pirsumi Nisa. However, he thinks since the prototype of lighting the menorah on Hanukkah is the menorah of the Beit HaMikdash, namely, that Chachamim instituted lighting the candles on Hanukkah, Zeichel HaMikdash, as a commemoration of the Mikdash, like we saw in the Ramban, like we saw in the Baal Hamar. Therefore, we cannot somehow understand an opinion that Hanukkah Mitzvah. Logic of Pirsa certainly does apply. However, the idea of lighting the menorah is based on the Takana of the lighting of the Beit HaMikdash. If in the Beit HaMikdash, indeed, we would pass the Hanukkah Mitzvah, so therefore we can also pass in by Nerot Chanukah Lakausa Mitzvah, even though in that case, Sanal Pesumi Nisa is lost. Another source to explain the same issue would be found in the text of the Bracha, Asher Kedushan Mitzvotah B'Tzivanu Ladlik Ner 
Shel Chanukah, Ner Chanukah, Ner Shel Chanukah. There are three versions, actually. If there, you would put the word in Shel, if the word Shel is independent, or if the word Shel is connected to Shel Chanukah, one word. Whatever the bracha is, the Rambam in Parak Yud Aleph of Hilchot Barachot gives rules for the text of Brachot. The general topic of giving the text, of explaining the different texts of some Brachot, why they're mentioned, some Brachot are Le, and some Brachot are Al. For example, the Bracha is Le Haniach Tfilin, the Bracha is, is, is Al Mitzvah Tfilin, why sometimes we say Le and sometimes we say Al, is a famous Sugya in the first Parak of Tzachim. And there, as a matter of fact, tells us things that I cannot make up a rule which will cover all the cases. We try to make up different rules. Rishonim have dealt with it to try to explain the rules when we say learn al. Oh, some Rishonim have gone to great lengths to try to explain everyone. As I said, Tosa says I can't find the general rule for all the cases. But the Rambam in Parak Yud Aleph Brachos does give his rules. The Ravid there raises the issue of Ne'er Hanukkah. Since Ne'er Hanukkah is a mitzvah of the Rabbanan, the Ravid thinks that in the mitzvah of the Rabbanan generally would make a bracha al. Not le, but al. Therefore, he would think that generally we should have said a bracha al hadlakat ne'er Hanukkah and not le hadlik. The Ravid there explains that the reason that we make the bracha in the form that we do, namely le hadlik, is because since in the mitzvah of the Torah of lighting candles we would make a bracha lehadlik, the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles is based upon the menorah of the Mikdash. And therefore we formulated the bracha in accordance with the mitzvah da'oraita, with the biblical law, even though near Hanukkah is the Rabbanan, but since it's, a, it's prototype is da'oraita, we use the bracha, the form that's found in the Dalraita. So we have seen many sources to explain why we really do say Nerot Halalu Kodeshe. The Nerot of Hanukkah are indeed holy. They have an innate holiness, but we have to explain why. It would be a new mitzvah the Rabbanan, it would be like lighting candles on Shabbos, where it's very important to light the candles, but there's no Kedusha to the candle. We are allowed to use near Shabbat. We only have to be careful not to adjust the near Shabbat, but we're allowed to use them except for the problem of uh, chashash, uh, some sort of a fear that we might use them and tilt them or adjust them, but we're certainly allowed to use near Shabbat. There's no Kedusha. So we've tried to explain that there is an opinion in the Gemara that near does have Kedusha. And we found a number of ramifications of this concept. One, we saw that this is the source for the reason of Asulish Tamesh Lohan. The person who holds that you cannot use the candles for any purpose, if the Isur, the prohibition, is not just related to counting money, but all prohibitions are there, even through that Shabbat, even for the um, purpose of a mitzvah, like eating the Shabbat's meal, or learning Torah, forbidden by Hanukkah candles, that opinion is based on the fact that the near is Kedusha, like the Balamar says. We also saw the Ramban and Chumash that the Ramban says that the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles is based on the Nair of the Mikdash. We use that source of Rashi to explain that the mitzvah of Hadlaka Mitzvah, the concept of Hadlaka Mitzvah, that we light candles, and we fulfill the mitzvah actually by lighting them and not by having them lit, 
is because that's the source that we found in the Beis HaMikdash, and our mitzvah conforms to the lighting of the candles in the Beis HaMikdash. We also saw the Ravid in Hilchus Brachas, that the Ravid says the text of saying the bracha on Lehadlik Ner really is not the appropriate text for Bracha de Rabbanan, but in this case, it would be fine because the bracha was instituted based on the idea of lighting candles of the Beit HaMikdash, which is a mitzvah d'oraita, and we formulate the same bracha because apparently he also thinks that the ner of Hanukkah is basically the ner Sheba Mikdash. The mitzvah of lighting candles is actually to light the candles of the Beit HaMikdash in our home. On Hanukkah, our goal is to make our home into a Beit HaMikdash. It's not just a new mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles and celebrating the holiday. But we should remember the concept of the candles of the Beit HaMikdash and try in some small fashion to make our own home into a Beit HaMikdash. In general, there's a difference between the customs, and they're only customs, they're only minhagim, that we found in Israel as opposed to what I remember we were, was done in America. Generally in America, people light the candles inside their home. On the table, in the window. In Eretz Yisrael, many people are able to light the candles outside their home. They take this glass contraption, something like a fishbowl, and put a menorah inside and light it outside. Now this is probably based just upon the concept that in Israel you're not so afraid to put your menorah outside. You're not nervous about people taking it or breaking it or being angry at you. Whereas in general, maybe the custom was developed that people light it inside because, well, it's actually based on the Gemara. That uh, you can put the menorah on your table and that's sufficient when you're nervous, when you're afraid of what happens to the menorah, to yourselves, to your families. So you're allowed to light the menorah inside. However, symbolically, what it means is that in Eretz Yisrael, we put the menorah outside our home. We want the light of our house, the Beit HaMikdash, that we built in our house, to be spread outside. We hope to influence the surroundings all over from our outside going out. Whereas in the Chutzlars, the goal is not as much to influence the environs outside, but we try very much to protect our own homes keep the menorah lit in our own homes, that we can have our own homes insulated from the outside elements, from the culture that we find outside, but to protect our inside and build the Beis HaMikdash in our house. To summarize, the mitzvah of Ne'er Hanukkah is not just a new mitzvah, the Rabbanan of lighting candles. The mitzvah is to make our house into a Beis HaMikdash. We hope that we protect our own homes from outside influences, we try to have our home influence felt over the entire world, specifically from Eretz Yisrael. Torah Tzion should be the source of the light of the whole world. Ki mitzion teitzei Torah, udvar Hashem Yerushalayim.